Welcome to the Coffees and Cars podcast. In this episode, Lewis sells all of his pink hoodies, Mike embraces EVs, we plan our secret YouTube launch, and for once, we keep things topical. See you in the podcast. Um, so now I've clicked record now, but uh, yeah, on zip ties is what we're talking about. Um, the the zip for the the bag that our gazebo comes in, it just split like the zippers come off both side, like one side. Was this at Japfest at where Jap you were? Fest, this where I was weekend. yesterday, um, which we'll get on to. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hello, let's start mid sentence. Um, now I. Uh, the stand next to us was one of those where they had like a stall of all the bits of stuff. So they had like toolkits and cable ties and cool. like bits and bobs of like hoses and stuff like the that. The most useful place to be. The most useful stand. It was next to ours. And it was <laughs> when we were all packing up and the, the thing just like, the zip just came off. I was like, well, it was going to happen one day. And they had a big bag of those really long, thick cable ties. Oh, quality. I said, oh, can I buy one of these bags? And he was like, he was like just have it, mate. Like, they cost us like a pound. Just, just take it. Yeah. So I've got these big zip ties on the the bag for it now, um, holding it together. But uh, yeah, so I was at Jackfest yesterday. We should probably also acknowledge that there's been a bit of a break between the last episode and this one. Um, yeah, two episodes missing now. Two weeks missing. First one is because I was isolating, so yep. I wasn't allowed to leave the house. No. Nope. And the second one was. Because I was working, so I couldn't physically be here. So, which is a pain, but it's all my fault. As, that's as right. per. Well, I'm here now. Yeah, I think the last one was my fault that we missed before that. So, um, yeah, I think you, you were not very well. Yeah, and then you weren't one. very well. So, so, well, one for one. So now you just have to work on Monday to make it even. <laughs> yeah, I was like, good news. Sort of, I'm opening for a Monday, so we can't podcast. Just for that one reason. Uh, I've got another podcast to record tomorrow evening, actually, um, mm. with the guy who founded the Roadster app. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is fun. That's cool. Because we've been working together. Yeah. And uh, that should be a fun one. Good little app, that. I quite like it. Mm. I used it for the drives that came down. Yep. Um, Craig leading the one from Braintree across. Yeah, I, I've is, seen a little video of that. Yeah, I think. That it looks really cool. good. So hopefully they will start to become more common with the events as well. Yeah. Um, because they're quite fun little drives and they're not too hard for me to put together. No. Like, I make it very clear, like, this is unsupervised. <laughs> I won't be there to at leave. Your, yes, like, at your own risk. <laughs> here is just a nice drive. Yeah. Get there for eight, set off in your own time. You'll get to Coffees and Cars for between half eight and nine. Yeah. It's just, here is a nice route that you might not know. Yeah. Or here is a regular route that you and your mates can all drive to coffees and cars. Yeah. It gives you another leg to the Well, event. it gives people a meet point, doesn't it? Yeah. So they can say, oh, actually, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start convoy there we'll, down we'll, and it'll we'll be interesting. Across. Yeah. So I started doing that, which is which is quite a nice feature to be able to add. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, Jackfest yesterday while you had coffees and cars on. Yeah. So Fest looked pretty good, though. Busiest day I've had. Yep. I, did. I heard you did quite well. So in terms of, like... We sold out of the pink hoodies. Oh, brilliant. We almost sold out of all of the pink T-shirts, like the T-shirts with the pink print. Yeah. We sold out of three colours of the key tags. Nice. So I did more yesterday in terms of sales 
than any event, including weekend events that I've done. That's really good. Is this like the biggest event you've done though, or is it? Well, it's probably in terms of like people bringing their cars. Yes, because yeah. it's all clubs. Cool. In terms of people coming, it's probably on par with British Motor Show. Okay. Um, but probably cars, much more your scene though. Much more my scene. Yeah. Much more engaged in. We what? come down, we buy stuff while we're there. Like people save up specifically yeah, to yeah. spend it at the the shows and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, so they also run tracks at Silverstone in September. So we'll do that one as well. Nice. Apparently okay. that's a similar vibe. Yeah. So I'll prepare for that one. Oh no, that's good. It's nice to know that you can. This is this is your learning curve, isn't it? Where you kind of work out which events suit your yeah, brand for the for the brand and for the purposes of business, as that is kind of one of the fundamental parts, these events are crucial. Yeah. Like these are where you really start to get your foot through the door yeah, and you start yeah. to make the name. Um, obviously for Tacona, it exists in a different space to most of the other businesses there. Yeah, so you're it, pretty unique, aren't you? So. Yeah, and it, it takes a lot of the pressure off because as nice as it is to go, right, we're here, we're going to sell all our stuff, we're going to raise a load of awareness or we'll raise money for charity doing that. It's also quite comforting to, to know that it's not the only thing. It's not like everything's riding on this event. Yeah. So like yesterday we had coffees and cars happening, which is, it's obviously not a thing that generates revenue or anything like that, but it's, it's our community. It's what brings our people together. It's, if you're talking about business, it's brand awareness. Yeah. But the, the flip side is that's the way that we're making a difference and how we're giving back. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, it's, it's your sort of core thing, isn't it? You yeah. Know, you get people together. Get people together, that's get the, them chatting. You know. like, um, and obviously it's quite a good... To be fair, it is, it is a bit of an advertising thing. I mean, depending on how they run and where they run, like yeah. some will, some will be easier to brand than others. But it is ultimately, it works. You know, it that, is advertising space, yeah. for your yeah. for your brand. I mean, it's like with the cafe, we have the t-shirts up on the wall. Yeah. So actually, you you know, every day when people are in and out, they'll they'll see them. And I know we normally have your banner. When yeah, you've not I got it that best. <laughs> See, I've tidied the corner now a little I, bit. I've spotted that. I've given you a reason to tidy up that corner. Yeah, um, no, I'm going to order some more of those banners and I'm going to order some flags and another piece of news. Um, so the Furl Beacon have asked us to go, cool. given us a nice deal for that. Mm. Um, at the same weekend that the Festival of the Unexceptional is on for Haggerty. Yes. So this means that Tacona is going to have to be at two places at the same time, mm. which is effectively a big step. No, that is good. That's, so, that's a, quite a major. Yeah. So major deal, isn't it? Really, it's July that is. So um, Mark O'Shea, who has been a guest on the Morning Drive podcast, yep, and is a brand ambassador. Lovely bloke. Is, is brilliant. I no, genuinely have a lot of time. Like, for, yeah, no, for he's Mark. a really, really nice guy. Um, he's going to take the 86 cool. and have a stand there because it's literally like two miles away from where he lives. That's awesome, isn't so it? That's yeah. really handy. That's great. And we'll take the Renault up to Haggerty's Festival mm. of the Unexceptional. Um, fortunately, Phil wanted the Toyota and Haggerty wanted the Renault, so I'm. Yeah, the yeah that's the thing. It's fit, again, that's fitted across two, two, two different brands quite well. Like yeah. this. Not brands, but you know what I mean? Two, two events, you've got two cars, fortunately, that, that fit mm. with the events. So uh, that's, that's a really promising piece. I is mean, there a French fest? <laughs> I don't think there is. Like, 
So I mean, it doesn't have to run under that exact name, but you know what I mean. It's, well, yeah, it's no, like, I, I, I don't, don't know if there is. Or I don't think that there I is. I reckon there's probably something out there, but you just it's because you're not really in that world. Is probably like, not far off. Yeah, that's just all a lot of French stuff. all the French stuff that's like really interesting. Obviously, you've got some of the modern Clio RSs and the yeah, yeah, yeah. The two hundred eight GTI might kind of fall into being interesting, and the Alpine is obviously interesting. Yeah. Um, but the majority of the interest in French stuff is all the old stuff from back in the day. Yeah, the mad stuff. Which happens to go to more classic car stuff. Yeah. Um, the DS. DS. Like that. Cool. Yeah, they revived the DS name and it wasn't quite uh, as interesting. No, as they were. no, no. Yeah, I'm not talking about the new DS. Yeah, oh, I really like the DS3. <laughs> it's got really jazzy, no. jazzy colours. And the, the C4 cactus with the lilos on the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Although they're, they're quite like, cool, in a, they're one of those I think in years to come you'll look back on and go crazy French stuff. Well, I tried to get Grace to look at one because I've had one as a rental car for a week yeah. before, and it's not a bad car, and I did quite enjoy it. It feels a bit more like an SUV than you'd think. You oh, really? Quite high up in it, mm. um, and it's quite quirky and it's designed yeah, yeah, quite I mean, quirky. But I, I said to Grace, I was like, we could get one in this like really cool, vibrant green as well. I'm showing like, I fucking hate it. Look at those doors. <laughs> Look at the bloody plastic on there. I was like, oh, fair enough. So we've got a Skoda. <laughs> yeah. See, I like weird stuff. I'm like, yeah. I'm a big, and I'm really in a very small minority here, but I'm like a big Fiat Multipla fan. Like, I think they're amazing. I think they're great. Just because they're so, rid- but they're really, really, really practical. They're really practical. But Similar they're to so the, ugly. The Honda. <laughs> Oh, Honda did one. And it, it's like the CRV or something like that. Yeah, or an X. CRX and that had a CR- three no, seats. CRX was quite cool, wasn't CRX it? CRX was cool. Um, that had three seats in the front. Sorry. <laughs> well, the reason I remember this is... Sorry, Honda fans. <laughs> they talked about it on Top Gear when mm. it first came out. The promo material had a child sat in that middle front seat. And because yeah. a child is the size of a child... James Moore was like, it looks like they've decapitated a child and put its head on the dashboard because <laughs> of the level the dashboard the was right at the kid's neck. Oh. It's like literally just like you're driving around with a kid's head on your dashboard. A wobbly one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a really big bobble head. Um, yeah, six seats are practical because you can get a full yeah. family in without needing all the space in yeah. the boot for a second. I liked it just because it was so, so, so ugly. They're but awful. It, 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 would just, it was just, they did away with any attempt to make it pretty just to pack in all the clever yeah. stuff that they wanted and I Carthrottle kind of respected one, that they? like I took one and wrapped mm. it like metallic purple and put gold wheels on it I mean I, I, to be honest I'd, I'd love one to I'd, be fair the Cube is the better car I love a Cube as well yeah. though but they're cool on the, on the Italian sort of mm. side of things I'd like I love a Cube don't get me wrong but if Jared's going to buy a Cube I think I need to buy a multipler and then we can have a... Set it on fire. Yeah, great idea. Uh, whatever, whatever we class them as off. <laughs> we could do challenges in them. I think I saw a sign in one of the cubes at Jackfish yesterday that said sugar cube. I think it was a white one. So yeah, you see, that's cool. They put sugar cube yeah. on it. I still think I'd, if I had a cube, I'd have a little picture of Philip Schofield <laughs> in the window. <laughs> oh, sorry. My laptop's just dinged because I've had an order. For a oh, sticker. excellent. So if I got a stick up. Yeah, that's nice. Um... But no, I, I don't like a Fiat multiplier. As practical as it is. No, not, yeah, no, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like You're not trying to push it on anyone. Yeah. I'm fully aware that I'm in a very small minority of people. I don't think um, that would work as Fiat's advertising for it either. It ain't pretty, but it's practical. <laughs> you get a lot of shit in there and everyone yeah. will look at you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Turns more heads than a Ferrari. God. I saw um, an old Peugeot advert for the 306 GTI. Mm. And it was... That was a good car. That was a good car. And it was a 550 Maranello, an Aston Martin Vantage, like the 90s one, and something like a Bentley or something. Mm. And then the 306 behind them, like yeah. trying to keep up. Wasn't there an MI16, is it, yes. as well? Like, which was yeah, really bonkers. Rapid, thing. like. And then the tagline was, slower than the rest in its class. <laughs> which is fucking genius I love that because it's like yes it's slower than a Ferrari but look what it's in but with. this is the class yeah, that it's yeah, in yeah. I love that <laughs> I was like that's so clever oh the advertising back in the day was so smart like yeah. the um, the Daihatsu like the bus the little van because mm-hmm. they did a people carrier version oh yeah they did didn't they that had like seven or eight seats in it yes and it was like can carry six times more than a Lamborghini or something like that. <laughs> it's like, you can fit 12 supermodels in it. You can only get nice. one in your contact or something like that. That's like genius. That's There's yeah, some really good marketing came out back in the day. I think car manufacturers have lost their touch with it a bit. Like BMW go, it's fucking ugly, but you'll buy it. Yeah, I feel like there's not... They don't seem to have that same... Isn't that the fun element's gone yeah, from it, hasn't it? I think they're, they're trying to make everything really serious yeah. and glam and, you know, like trying to... It's like 21st century, like, power, like, all that kind of stuff. Whereas yeah. they used to be a little bit cheekier Yeah. back in the day. Um, it's quite quite a British thing, actually, in, in a way, like, quite self-deprecating in the, in the way that the adverts yeah, yeah. were made. But maybe that's like because it was for our market. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even the golf one, I remember it used to cry at the modified golfs, and then there was yeah. the one at the end, and it had a little tear, and for a German company, that was quite Have you seen the ones amusing, you know, like... where they pimped people's car? They took people's modified cars, and they gave them a Mark V Golf, and it was the guy, have you seen, um, oh, it's the Keanu Reeves film, Constantine. Right. The guy that plays Satan in that is in these adverts. He's also in American Gods as Chernobog, for anybody that is as nerdy into films and things as I am. Um, but he's like this horrible German accent. It's like <laughs> some kid that's got like an Astro with like a huge max power body kit on yeah. it. And then they slam a bulldozer into it. And he's like, it's wicked, yeah? And then this Mark V Golf comes out. It's like, it doesn't need modifying because it's cool already. Yeah. But it was just this whole campaign where they just really took the But piss. even then, like that, you look back then and yeah. they were making interesting, interesting like quite adverts. funny adverts. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just remember, yeah, I, I just remember that, that VW one and it was just kind of stuck in my head that just they showed all these modified cars and then just at the end there was a normal just and it was just crying and I was like, <laughs> so, just this image is in my, yeah it's just burned into my brain because there's the famous golf gti one where it's like this is the man that put it all on red and it came up black this yes, is the man that yeah. they, the, the top gear guys use and he's like this is the man that drives a golf it's like well he's really unlucky what's he gonna do crash at the end of the road <laughs> Where's uh, there was another one. Where one of my favourite ones. Street with it as well. I can't quite remember. It's in my head, but it's not. It's kind uh, of. I can't. One of my favourite ones is the Skoda Fabia VRS one, and it was like kind of like announcing VRS as a thing. Mm. So it was like they took a normal Skoda and they they made the the chassis out of like bone. It was like a, a skeleton almost, and then the windscreen wiper was. Um, the the bow from a like a crossbow yeah yeah so the guy like fires this crossbow 
to do something that helps build the car. And then he snaps it and it turns into the windscreen wiper. And the engine's all venomous snakes. See, I don't remember that. Oh, mate, it was brilliant. And then I'm going to have to Google that later. This guy has, um, like, a... He's drinking, like, venom. And he's got this paint gun attached to his arm for some reason. <laughs> and it sprays the green onto the car. Which is a cool car. And it's got a black bonnet. And the way they make the black bonnet is they have a motorbike do a burnout on it until it's all black. And then they put that on the car. It's, it's like a really that's cool... Really, no, that sounds really cool. And like, you know, the, on the doors, how they have the little indents for your hands when you open mm. the door handles? The way they make them is a guy has basically like a knuckle duster with that shape on it and he punches the door cool. and that makes that little dent. Um, it was really cool. Like, it yeah. was really, really cool. And it, that's another one that like really sticks. That's actually made me think of another car in the class <laughs> of the Cube and the Multiplayer, which I quite like, which is, is a weird theme now. I'm starting... It's a Yeti. Mm. Love a Mark One Yeti, not the not no. The... Skoda Yeti is a good car. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying. They're, they're, four, they're all weird cars. I think I have a weird car thing. But the Skoda Yeti, they did a four x four version of. Again, that was on Top Gear, faster than a three hundred eight round Donington when it's being resurfaced. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... yeah. No, I think I do have an issue with strange, sort I like of almost strange, like quirky cars, almost like van like cars. Though, One of my you know, favourites like... is the Fiat Panda hundred horsepower. Oh, or... Fiat Pandas are great. When I was at the Southside Hustle. 4x4 four four Panda. Yeah. Well, the original 4x4 four four Panda. Yeah, no. Uh, ultimately cool. Yeah, that's... A, yeah, that's... We were at the Southside Hustle and I was with Luke and there was a newer, like, current-ish. Like an 08. Yeah, because they're not, like, new, new now, The new but... ones, it's called, like, the 4 Cross and it's not really a 4x4. Four yeah. four. But in, like, the mid to late 2000s, they did another one mm. and there was one there and oh, it's got, like, the plastic arch covers and things like that. Like an Audi Oro. Yeah, you see, I like that. And there was an 8 series, like a 840, like a proper, the V12 one. Yeah. And then this Panda 4x4. And I really liked the 8, the eight series and it was a manual and it had the right mm. wheels and the right leather. It was really nice. And then yeah. I was like, a Panda 4x4. And like Luke and like three of the people were like, the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, look how cool that is. But you, do you not find that with the Renault though? You know, you get people that just go, huh, look, Renault 5. I, did, I do get that, but that's because it's so rare now. They're those cars that used to be everywhere, yeah. and now they're nowhere, and the only ones that are really left are the turbos. So to see a normal one yeah. is really rare, and mm-hmm. it gets so much interaction. Like, you used to have that with minis, but everybody's had a mini, that's why everybody's got a connection to a mini. Yeah. But now a mini is an expensive car. Yeah. So you're like, there's not yeah, even much... even old ones. Yeah. There's like... not much that's cheap and normal and yeah. old knocking around. Like... I saw her Citroen BX the other day. Oh, cool. That was cool. Before I got the Renault, I was coming back from Chelmsford, or Whitton technically, so I came up the 120 and around the back roads to get yeah. here. And I was in the 86 behind a Citroen AX, mm. and he was literally on the limit the whole way. Like, the car was like leaning all the way, we were getting understeer in every corner. And I was in the 86, so I was cruising. Because yeah. 60 mile an hour in that round corners isn't much. No. You, you don't really feel any sort of pressure in it until you get to like 70 or 80. Was that an AX, you said? That was a Citroen AX. And it must have been a one litre. I was going to say, because there's, the, there's the GT, isn't it? It was yeah. an AX GT. Was that was, a GT? That was, it was just no, no, I'm AX. just saying, because that was like the 205, yeah. the Renault 5, and they had the AX, didn't and they? The Nova and the Nova GSI? GSI or GSI? There was a GSI and an SRI. can't remember which way around. Me neither. But what one of those was... Nova's are really cool as well, to be fair. Like, yeah, cool When they're looked after... Well. Oh, yeah. You know, 
um, friend of mine had one. He loved it. And it was quite funny because at the time we were a bit like we sort of took like, the what's piss wrong a with bit. You? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we did because like we had my friend had a five series, yeah, which didn't work, but we were kind of re like faffing around with it, yeah. breaking it more than we were fixing it, I think. But yeah. he had this Nova, and he was also doing it as a project. And it, it, the difference between the two was just it's ridiculous. Wild, but the Nova ended up running, and the BMW didn't. And the BMW didn't, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So well, you know. But I think the Nova was a lot cheaper to restore. It is quite a lot cheaper to restore. Yeah. yeah. I've got to get a new radiator for the Renault, actually. Yeah, see, when I think when we were used to go, there was a couple of them guys had, like, Fiestas, but they were, I mean, it was only normal Fiestas, but there was a guy who had an XR2, you know, that's so he had. Yeah. But it was quick, but honestly, I mean, he, he drove it. <laughs> um, and there were a couple of incidents where we, to be fair, looking back, like, it was quite quite silly some of the driving um but yeah he had that and obviously steve had his nova and he a lot of the time he'd try and kind of keep up with the exercise just and it wasn't it wasn't the quick nova it was just a more just a normal yeah yeah so sorry i'm just adding um order the renault radiator to my to-do list before i forget and it disappears back into the ether i've got a big old big old Mm. to-do list of stuff to buy because now i'm a youtuber you are a youtuber that's it I we need, think we need Jared to sneak us that. Well, not officially because I haven't been broadcast yet. No, but, but I, I feel like I feel like that's another thing we can talk about because yeah, I really this, liked that. Video. By the way, this has been quite car related today. We've really been on top. I'm, I'm Let's quite pleased with how this is going. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's I'm trying to we're keep 20 it. Twenty minutes in, and we're still talking about cars keep, yeah, like, relevantly. I'm, I'm trying to keep it going. Maybe we should make this a fortnightly podcast so that we've got car things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might become monthly once I move away, so that'll probably yeah, be all we'll right. Yeah, we'll see how we go. But, um, yeah. but no, you... Well, we shot some footage for TBR with you, didn't we? Mm. I really enjoyed that. I also that really good. enjoyed some of the jokes that we made. I particularly enjoyed one of the jokes that I made, but it's a bit self-indulgent to be like, oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really funny. I'm really good at this. But no, that, that was quite <laughs> I'm good I'm going to go and be a scriptwriter for Top Gear. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically uh, basically how it goes. Although to be fair, off. like when we were looking at, it, even Matt was sort of like, "This is like early Top Gear." And I was like, "That's yeah, that's a that's, reasonably that's good, a good start, vibe isn't it?" Yeah, it, yeah. Um, I know what he means though, and yeah. I kind of like the classic-y sort of feel to it that it wasn't sort of super it overproduced, wasn't super clean. yeah, 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 because it, it makes it a little bit more homely, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, and I think for something like YouTube. It kind of that's I mean obviously you can put some amazing stuff on there don't get me wrong and they do and it's they not do like all of their stuff is that but you can get that feel and it works but it's nice yeah. yeah it's something you can kind of click on and go this is a bit lighter yeah I'm watching this on my phone I don't need high end it's not yeah. a film you can watch it on the toilet yeah you know that's, I can relax <laughs> and watch shit while I have a shit that's, that's all we need to do that's what TikTok's for it's just to scroll through yeah, while you have a poo kills death kills time because they're only a few seconds long, so if you finish, you can just stop. It's not like, oh, I've got 10 minutes left of this episode. No. I'm going to have a yeah, long leg for like the rest of the afternoon. Of, yeah. You can just stop. Um, yeah. So, no, we did, yeah, we did, we did, yeah, we did that. That was quite that. good. I enjoyed that. I am getting more like comfortable holding a camera, Yep. which is quite nice. I enjoy doing that, um, which is a shame about that job interview, that job that I applied for. Mm. So to give context, while Tacona is still growing, I still work a full-time job. And I'd applied for a job as social media manager um, for a healthcare charity. And 
I put a lot of time into that application <laughs> and I put a lot of energy into it because I really do quite like the idea of that job. Yeah. And it's for a, a charity that I believe are doing a good job. And so I applied for it and I put effort in and I got rejected. And I said, could I have some feedback? And they said, well, we're looking for someone who has experience with Adobe Creative, who has experience interviewing people for media output, um, who is able to create a message and broadcast it for social media purposes. Um, and then I think the final one was, has worked for a large organization creating social media content. And three of those four I put I in basically three those, out of four are nailed on. Yeah, in effectively the same terms that they used is yeah. how I'd written it in my application yeah. as well. Because it's what you've done. That's what I do. Mm. Like my, It's actually what you do day to day, isn't it? In, you know, in the sense of Tacona. Yeah, that's effectively what Tacona does. And the morning drive and everything that I do outside of my normal day job, which has no relevance whatsoever. So I replied saying, thank you for the clarity. My initial impression is that whoever has made this decision, because I know it wasn't the guy I was talking to, hasn't actually read my application. A couple of examples are, uh, in my covering letter, I use the phrase, I interview people for my podcast, such as car journalists and TV presenters. Yeah. Which is more in line with what you're needing than anything else that you could have done, right? And then my next bit was, another example is on my CV, within the skills, there is this phrase, proficiency with Adobe Cloud, um, particularly (laughs) Premiere Pro and Illustrator, the two main tools for social media content. Sorry, I've just found that I've stood on a thorn in my my shoe. Um, And then I was like, I have to concede that I haven't worked for a large organization managing their social media content. However, my response to this point would be the um, organization that I run in my spare time has a larger social media presence than your organization. Yeah. And I have more involvement with more aspects of the social media rather than just content creation. Yeah. Giving me a bit more of an in-depth knowledge as to what's going on. Um, I haven't had a reply yet. No. But... Like we said, maybe. Maybe, maybe get a reply, maybe, maybe you'll not. get, maybe you won't. Because I suppose, I suppose for that guy, I'll just be like, oh. Yeah, stuff this. Because the thing is, they've already now done it. Yeah, so yeah. So it's almost like he can't really. You'd have to backtrack. Yeah, and then that interview would be very awkward. Yeah. I'm like, are you actually listening to anything I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I said, because I was dealing with the recruitment guy, not the social media team, I said, I hope this kind of feedback gives you a bit of insight as to the other teams that you have to work with as recruitment. Yeah. And they're like how much attention they're actually paying. Because yeah. you may have other jobs where you have perfect candidates lined up and they're not being properly looked at. Yeah, because this isn't even an interview you've got. No, it's literally like, this just... Is the, the thing is, they haven't even gotten you to interview stage. Yeah. So they've... It, I, like I think I said this to you earlier, I, I, it feels like there's like the whole internal candidate... Yeah, there's potentially. It, sound, it feels very much like they've got someone lined up, but they've had to advertise. They have by to law. advertise. So then they just advertise and then just basically lie. Yeah, say that. Bobby off. Yeah, essentially. Um, but so, which is a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, it is, and it's it's interesting. Then, you know, do you want to work for someone do like I re- that? Yeah. So it's you know you just have to plug away with your your Tacona stuff and. Well, fingers I mean, crossed that will grow. I mean, everything's going in a good direction. 
it's, you know? it's showing some positive signs. And I think everything in general, like we had coffees and cars this weekend, and that was as as it has been, has been really good, really chilled out. Yeah, nice I think turnout. For for us, we're getting a real good reputation in terms of the atmosphere. Yeah. And the mix. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. We it's, consistently get people like, this was really chilled, mm. people are really friendly, yeah. food and coffee is always really highly praised. Like, it's yeah, getting actually, a really we're, nice... We're nailing it. Um, and it's a... I have to admit, I am now getting to the point personally where I'm starting to like... We Again, we had lots of comments over the weekend of, you need somewhere now. Like, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and I know that's a big pressure and it's not as simple as just going, okay. Yeah, we'll just go and... <laughs> Spend but, a million pounds. But I do, I do feel that we are at least building into something where we can viably yeah. say, like, like I, I was talking to Liam, and Liam just said, "Look, if we can guarantee this sort of turnout, like, and and actually, we could probably guarantee a bigger turnout if we had the and capability." Space, yeah. Um, I think yeah, there's there's scope for it now. I'm, I think I was quite, I was a bit nervy about it before because of like, well. How you know, we've know? had one good month. Yeah, yeah. But now we've on our third sold out, effectively. Like, not we've the, you hit, know, but we've run out of space. You know, yeah. We're on the third month now where it's it's that big. I can't see it dropping off. I mean, you know, we might, we're going to get people going to shows and things. But Jackfest was on, yeah, and we still and we still had GTRs a, and things. Exactly. Like. So it's not. We're obviously got enough scope. You know, there's obviously enough people coming. Yeah, yeah. Because not month everybody month wants and, to go to those big Well, no, shows, and the thing is, not every, and that's actually one of the things is that sometimes those shows are not chilled out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know can, definitely in the in the VW scene, it can get a little bit clicky yeah. and a little bit funny. I think and, that happens in most scenes you that know. are like tailored to specific groups as well. Mm. Like, obviously, from our perspective at Jackfest, we didn't see everything because it was such a big place and there's yeah. so much going on. But it would not surprise me to know that certain groups be don't politics. like other groups and certain people don't like other people. And even like within certain, there'll be like the GT86 Drivers Club and the GT86 Owners Club. And they'll all be like, oh, we're yeah. this. We're, we're. I don't think there is that, but that's just an analogy. No, um, but it's, it's, yeah. It's, but there will be that mentality. Oh, no, completely. And I think if we were to sort of move along and get a place or build a place or whatever it may be we want to keep I their think vibe. the idea is the eclectic the well, eclectic craziness I mean obviously you'd, you'd have to, you'd have the ability to kind of do group nights yeah that's fine because that's a completely different thing that's a that's a owners club coming together and, and meeting yeah exactly but yeah. you've got your meets your large meets are like okay this is free for all come and bring mad stuff yeah like, yeah we don't want the same thing over and over again. No, we want to see the interesting stuff. We want people to come together. We want to show off how interesting the car world can be. Yeah. And like give people the opportunity to see stuff that they probably wouldn't see before. Yeah, totally. And I actually feel that at this point as well, my other issue was always like, because I know we've spoken about Tacona and the barrier to entry and, and things like that. Yeah. But even if... if if we've got this many people coming, because we are almost at a point where we have to go and find something, yeah, I think a ticketed thing where maybe it included, like say it was a fiver, but it included your first coffee. Yeah. So obviously from our perspective as an outgoing, yeah, coffee yeah. Isn't, is very little. So they're almost, they're buying their one coffee that they'd buy anyway. 
Yeah. And it's 250 to kind of help towards the cost to, of the thing. Yeah. So, you know, well, it, even, that, that even if you look work. at, say, like Carnata, they don't have the cafe there. They, no. That's covered by a third party. Mm. And people still go regularly. Like, yeah. I know. I don't. And I think. I, I think one of the big fears is, well, we don't want to put people off with tickets, but at the same time, if the ticket A controls numbers, B, mm. you get your first coffee out of it. And we give a bit to say charity, yeah. or it goes back into the the, the yeah. business. I don't think it's enough to put people off because no, it's not a large. No, I don't. I think I don't. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when we first started yeah. doing this, the the concern was that we a it's it's private space, so you can't. It's public space, so so you can't ticket it anyway. Yeah. But it's one of those things where we were like, oh, we don't want to put people off because the barrier to entry. We don't want to make it high. But having said that, you've, you've now got places that do charge that you work with and actually it doesn't have a negative impact. Yeah, so it's, a, it's not a necessarily a, a complete no-go no now. Supporting I, the events can't happen if they don't cover the cost of them. Yeah, um, and I think most people do appreciate that. We, don't, we have no overhead in that public space, so we don't have to we charge. We don't have to charge, yeah. So it's obviously a bonus for people, but they come in and they, you know, they buy their... Mm their coffee or whatever but I think if the space if we had something that was ours yeah that could be yeah it could be worked out because it would be absorbed into because the cafe side of it would be part of that venture part of the space yeah. so by giving them a space the profit that we would normally get from the coffee sale is just within their ticket so we've, mm. they're effectively getting in for a fiver yeah um, no for £2.50 because they'd, they'd come and get a, you'd like you to get think they're going to come anyway. and get a coffee anyway yeah yeah and then obviously if you've got sandwiches and food that's um, on top but I, I couldn't see so. it being a big issue no um, actually no and that's what I mean the more now that we've gotten to that point where we've had three yeah rammed out events mm. there is a bit of me that thinks actually there's scope for it now there's a genuine scope like you're right I think we've we've grown this particular event to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. a point it's, it's where grown it's substantially now, you know, and and obviously a, a fair chunk of it's Tacona, but a fair chunk of it isn't. Not no, uh, it's you know, surpassed I, the awareness of Tacona. Now yeah. we're getting a lot more. We're definitely a car regular right people that know it for the car thing. Yeah, I, and yeah. I have to say, like that's something that that's not necessarily a, a, a negative overall because what we can do is now we've got that market, we can begin to maybe you can start to market Tacona a bit more when you're here. Yeah, yeah. That well, gives you an opportunity to do that. But it's good because it's not all off the back of Tacona, which means that, like, well, there are people that have no awareness that why we do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is and because a, the banner wasn't here. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> screwed me. How the hell are you doing this? Oh, we had a thing and now it's gone. Yeah, we used to, we used to do it for mental health. Yeah. Oh, he, he took his banner, all right. He ran away. Read the T-shirts. <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, I, th- I think it's no, great think... that it's it's growing essentially into its own entity, which is what we want to know. Right, it's a thing that A is part of Tacona and the ethos of Tacona, and it's why I like the car world. But B, yeah. as a car enthusiast, to be part of something like that is a really nice yeah. thing as well. And actually, weirdly, it's quite reassuring that it stands up on its own without Tacona. Yeah, because that enables you to move it. Yeah, if you yeah. need to, because uh, there is going to come a point, I think, where I think we, probably we gonna are going to have to consider point. it. Yeah, um, you know, and but, if we do that, at least we can move it, and then Tacona comes with it. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that 
you know, like we we can do other things. But it's given us a solid base of people that now we're getting a good audience. That will engage in alternative yeah. events because if we've got somewhere permanently that we've got a bit of room at, yeah, we might as well try and make the most of it. I mean, I've said this a couple of times, a few times. You know, this cafe is great, but it doesn't have the capability to do that. Because it doesn't have it. All the time. But no. it, yeah, the flip side of it is it's on a high street, so even when there's not a car thing, it's still a cafe. Yeah. Like, it's a, yeah. The, the standalone thing will have to be open all the time, but your volumes throughout the day might be... You're not going to get the same people like yeah, wandering I mean, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, to be honest, we do daytime, but we might end up... I mean, even for me, I wouldn't necessarily have too much issue with it being more of an evening-based thing. Mm. If you've got the right location and yeah, the ability yeah. for people well, to come down after work, you know. I know the the go to is caffeine and machine, but it's the go to for a reason. But it's a, it's a good it's a good yardstick to measure yeah. against. And I tell you what has developed recently: um, Talk Moto Cafe down in Horsham. Mm-hmm. They've got to the point where they're limiting numbers now. They're reducing numbers because they've gone. We want the chilled vibe. Yeah, and we're concerned that we're getting too popular yep. to maintain that. There's there was a little bit actually. Sorry to jump on this, but there was a little bit of me the yesterday thinking actually could we potentially because I know people have mentioned like event like ticketing it in the sense mm. here. Now obviously ticketing it is not really it's not viable in the sense that you can't guarantee yeah. the amount of spaces. But if you reduced numbers and said, well, if we only ticketed for two car parks, could well, the, you do it? But I don't know even is, if that's just... I, don't, I, I think you would I'm struggle. I'm not suggesting that we no, no, do it. No, no, I think we would struggle. But the, the benefit is there is only so much space. Yeah. And we do say when it's full. Yeah. And as, as much as you don't want to turn people away, once it's full, it's full. Yeah. And it's a public space, so you can go yeah. out. Like you, you don't have to... It's not like you've driven out to the middle of nowhere. No, I mean, that's the good thing is that as long as people are aware that, you know, that the space is yeah. it's limited and we're not, we're not our own venue. I mean, I think if you go somewhere specifically, like you go to Caffeine and Machine and then they turn around and go, we're full up. Yeah. I think that's why yeah, they have I to take it because, yeah. you know, you're not just popping down to the local town. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and you it's, I think there are probably a few people that come from a little bit of a way, but majority are within 40 minutes. Yeah, I think within um, an hour's drive, most people. I've, I know I've got someone who might want to pop up from like Kent. Again, yeah, like, I get every so often. You know, but they're normally but I know him. people that we know go, oh, cool. Yeah, and I just that. wanted to bring up his new McLaren. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know a friend of mine came up from Kent with his dad and his dad's friend mm. had a McLaren and Mark's been up from Brighton and yeah. but we get yeah. a few people travel yeah. um, but they're normally people that we know personally it's, it's, quite well it's funny actually because I've spoken to like we were saying about the Mayfair which we'll come on to in a minute but yeah. but like the guy who does the detailing yeah I've mentioned I spoke to him today and he's like oh yeah no next month I'm gonna, we're going to bring some classic Fords up He's like, like, I've got a load of poor people. Where have they been? going to lose his mind. Well, yeah, so it's basically like a... He's like, oh, yeah, no, I've got a load of classic Ford mates. They're going to come. Because he did... De- and these guys yeah, are yeah. gold dust because they detail well, these things, Johnny don't Ross they? And came. You see that? Yeah. He came down. He didn't but bring I, that Saab. He brought his E46 instead. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's doing the right things. I want both of those cars, please. But it's, it's so He was good. on the bloody BBC. Was it? Yeah. He's been on a team mm. like, where he details, like... Oh, of course, yeah. Vans yes, that have been yes, full of rubbish and stuff like that. But, 
But yeah, like it's it's, it's so a real bizarre interesting... though that we keep getting. This is why it keeps filling up because it's new. Pe- and this is one thing that I know we've we don't get a, a huge amount of negative, but like that's one thing you know when like sometimes you get a few people that zip around because town they're a little not bit. Locals they're and not their first time. and it's their first time. Yeah. So we are in a constant cycle at the moment where we're getting new people. Yeah, and I think to over time. The behavior. Yes, so over time. What should happen is that that will all settle down. So, like the new guys that come and nip down the down the high street a bit quickly, you get there'll them and kind of go them, though because there are there'll be more regular people yeah. hopefully, but um or at least they'll have been before. Mm. Like that's the thing. And we're they so know we'll, that we think they're dickheads if they do that. Yeah, um, but that's we're still getting new people and yeah. to be full up. Uh, I rep- I've, honestly, I think if we had Liam. I mean, I wasn't up there because it was obviously very busy. Yeah. But I mean, Liam and Jared were estimating three hundred cars. Yeah, and it was like it's nine thirty. And that's yeah. <laughs> We've just and we started. had a Palm Sunday parade down yeah. the high street as well, just, just for <laughs> good measure. I, that. I really <laughs> so I, I actually that. missed it. Genuinely didn't see it because I was facing the grill. Yeah. And I said, oh, I, I, I flipped while while I was like, oh crap! Did the did the did the people walk past the leaves? I was like, did they come past? I was like, did no one film it? Yeah, nobody filmed a load of people walking through with palm leaves. Like, come on, once a not a normal thing at your car meet, is it? Yeah. How'd your car meet go? It was great. A load of people turned up with leaves. We did a collab with Palm Sunday. Yeah. And you see, it might not fall next time on the same... Yeah, You see, we might have missed that. It might be five five years before that happens again and no one's filmed it. That's pretty funny. But yeah. yeah, it's been no, it's been pretty good. All positive, isn't it? So we've got YouTube nailed. We've got a yeah. full up car meet. We've got Tacona doing Tacona stuff. Yeah, that's great. Are you allowed to say about the the magazine? I don't know. I don't think we should yet. But there might be a magazine thing happening. Yeah, I might be featured in a, a more mainstream magazine that isn't just a car. Mag. That isn't yeah. really a car mag. No, which is nice. No, that's. Uh, I need. To, I, I do want to try and get. a some sort of mention in that I, somehow I, but well, no 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 I'm not no, not, no, not the, that I would so the, the way it came about is a journalist that I know text me um, but because I screenshotted just the text it wasn't clear who it was when I sent it to you lot <laughs> yeah. it was like yo yo wanna be oh, in this no, magazine no, that's amazing <laughs> I was just like please let that be how they approach people yeah. it's literally yo yo wanna be in this magazine because it just doesn't fit yeah and they're a really big really well respected magazine like, it's, it's quite like higher end yeah, like lifestyle absolutely. magazine, um, so I sent that one to that I have in the cafe. Yeah, and everyone's which like, is like, "Is this how they talk to people?" I was like, "Oh no, no, I know the guy who's writing. Like, that, he's a pal. It's not a this big magazine or approaching people like, yo, yo, want to be in this magazine? <laughs> We've been going forever. <laughs> You've heard of us? Um, no, he 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 asked, but the the thing that we're we're hoping to um, focus on is a the mental health and cars side yeah and B coffees and cars is part of that oh brilliant so no, literally it's... specifically went, we need some photos of you of the merch of the cars and of coffees and cars Wicked. so there's there's going to be some connection to the event as well no. it's not just going to be here's a guy that writes things on t-shirts and says no no I just wonder just because it, it's, it's the full the full package yeah. which is really nice no because I mean to be fair I mean if you've got an, even the slightest opportunity you try and crow by your way yeah, in don't yeah. you so which was where a lot of my frustration came like... from last time when we weren't mentioned properly by someone yeah. with a large reach who was there at Jackfest and I, I know I know yeah I noticed I've not, there, but... never met him in person and I didn't realise he was five foot six 
he's cool though. He's, yeah, he's actually he was really, really nice. cool. Yeah, he was really. That's engaging. what we were kind of saying because like, I know you've not met, so he was. It was a bit like we had a chat with him that we've day. We've got a bit of an in joke now, which yes, is quite which funny, is um, because he misspelled it Tacoma, <laughs> and then I said, "Oh, we've got a Tacoma stand at Japfest. Mm. It'd be nice to say hello." And then he replied with an asterisk, Tacoma. Yeah. I was like, I would love to put that on a t-shirt for you, but it's the opposite of brand awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'd have, to, it'd have to be like, once you're really good mates, it'd yeah. have to be like a Christmas present. A, Christmas present a bit like the Hellcrate t-shirt. The Hellcrate t-shirt, I did um, a vinyl one of one. So that my, should be your thing, to be honest. I think at for Christmas, mates, everyone should get, get a Christmas present from yeah. you, yeah. Um, like when, when I first started, a friend of mine, who's he does rapping cars, mm. not music. His, his rap company is called Vinyl One. Right. And when I first started, and the, the standard Tacona logo, the original one, the text is at like a slight incline. Okay. It's not straight in the box. And he said, that would do my head in. It really does my head in. So I did in one where it was perfectly straight. And I called it the vinyl one of one, because it's the only one yeah. where it's like that. And it's, it's been a theme for a while. Like, See, I feel like... If yeah, I have little yeah. in-jokes with my mates, I'll put it on a t-shirt if I can. Yeah. The annoying thing is... The vinyl one of one T-shirt cost me six quid. Yeah. Because the way we made it was so cheap. That's why the quality wasn't very high. The one I did for Luke was like thirty quid. I was like, I can't do these that often. <laughs> They're really expensive. <laughs> I need to make them into a clothing line to make it cost effective. Yeah. I need everyone to buy one, but then it's not an in joke with my mates. Um, so that's the thing. What you really want to do is give your mates like limited edition one of one Tacona T-shirts. Yeah. Like with Tacona on the back or something and getting printed. Because obviously it's quite expensive for you, but it's quite amusing in the sense that yeah. one day if it really blows up, they, we've all got these like, like super crazy, super rare yeah, yeah. t-shirts. Um, but no, that, that was that was quite an injury. The, maybe they're, they're you could do, maybe you could do like to limited one of one, like they'd be expensive, but as a, as a sort of a birthday gift for someone you know that you I like. I do bespoke. I've got bespoke on the Yeah, that's what I'm website. saying is you can have a little bespoke yeah. line where you kind of go in joke, but you always have it logoed and so just on have the, like on one the, of one type thing. If you... Which would be quite cool. If you pay attention on the website, in the footer, there is bespoke. You mean me specifically? Or Anybody that might be visiting. <laughs> like, if the, you paid attention, you'd have seen that. No, I did this already. <laughs> the nine people that listen to this, if you go on the site, there's a bit at the bottom that says bespoke. It might be seven by now. They're probably like, oh, they've died. Yeah, that died a death. Those two are idiots. Um, now, I, I did bespoke. I've done one. Yeah. Now, I've done two. Um, because I, the, the design can be either on a T-shirt or on a print. Cool. So it works quite well. Okay. But it's very time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like I can churn these out. So that's why it's not public. I'm not like going, I'm doing bespoke, everybody. No, no. Come and take up all of my time. I, mm. They take... Probably to do a proper design from scratch probably takes 12 hours to get it right. Yeah. And if you pay yourself minimum wage, that's about 100 quid. So it's one of those where it's like, it's not really worth too much time. No. But it's something that I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's the right one, and obviously I would then kind of retain the rights to my Mm -hmm. drawing so I can use it in the future if I need to. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's, it's doable, it's manageable, but it's not a staple part. Yeah. Um, so they're like 150 quid. Yeah. Just to cover the the time it takes. Yeah. No, it is a bit of a, um, an awkward one, isn't but it? But it, it is doable. Yeah. It's it's not un, unmanageable. Um, yeah. But yeah. then, to be fair, you could charge a lot of money, in a sense. Like if you were to, if, well, if someone imagine cause, if it was, let's say, Paul Smith. Well, that's what I was going to say. Even if Adidas or Nike or even yeah. anyone of a proper clothing company, they 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 want thousands for that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. I bring up Paul Smith because he's from Nottingham. 
Yep. And I was, we went to a museum up in Nottingham and they had a big display really on like him. And he's stuff. really cool. And he did the mini and he's done cars and bikes yeah. and stuff. I, I, really inspirational. But he did um, the he did a lot of bags with the mini print on as yeah. well. I was going to buy one once. I just Those like it. satchel bags. Yeah. They were really popular as well. Um, so I, I, I took a lot of inspiration. And this was only like a few months ago. Yeah. I really spent a lot of, like, I went with Grace and her family mm. and... I just like wandered off. I was like, I'm going to go and have a look at this. And then I got really engrossed in it. And I was like, an hour later, like, where are you? I was like, I'm still in the Paul Smith bit. It's really yeah. interesting. It's really good. I'm reading everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you wanted something with his name on, you'd pay thousands yeah, for it. absolutely. So, so as Tacona hopefully grows into a more recognised brand, that can, it can always be a part. Like if you were a one-off Supreme, bloody Yeah, exactly. That's house. what I mean. Um, not that I think that I'm at any way near that point. Um, but, no, but it's, that's what I mean. It's, it's one, one of those, those things where in the, in time it would get be quite in early, amazing. guys. Like, yeah, know. no, absolutely. Because if <laughs> if something blows up, you've got you've got a the early stuff. Very rare all... thing, then, haven't you? Mm. Um, but it, it was funny because we sold out of the the pink hoodies and the pink t-shirts. The design was what really drew a lot of people over. Yeah, which was it's a really nice moment. Like, yeah. oh, that thing that I created resonates with people. Yeah. When we were on our way home, Chris was like, you know, that kind of makes you like an artist, right? Mm. she's like you designed something it was printed and people bought it that makes you an artist I was like oh that's weird isn't it that's a very weird feeling I wouldn't describe myself as an artist you just put creative that's yeah. all you are you're a creative just creative like, that's what they call themselves now isn't it that's yeah. like, if you, so they are a creative I think <laughs> if I was cooler and I was a little bit more like suave I would approach like brands and go I'm a, this designer you've not heard of me and that's because you're not cool enough <laughs> 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 do you mean you don't know who I am what do you mean oh, I'm super cool <laughs> you've just never heard of me because yeah. you're not cool enough to know nope. I'm so hipster and underground you don't even know um, which is if uh, if the guy from Kurt Geiger is at the next scramble I might be like how have you not heard of me yeah. you're obviously not cool enough you're not in with the kids as much as you thought yeah, you're not, not got down your with thing, the kids anymore are you you've not got your finger on the design pulse anymore have you it's not even called Kurt <laughs> <laughs> the guy that, that runs Kurt Geiger that I met, whose email was like the boss of KurtGeiger.com, um, isn't called Kurt Geiger. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know enough about Kurt Geiger to know if the original guy was and this guy's taken over or what, but he was in a singer, so I was quite happy to not yeah. not care and just be I like, oh, he's like a car, can I have a sit in it, please, thank you. I'm a child. <laughs> yeah, it was me, the guy from Kurt Geiger, and JK. It was a very surreal morning. <laughs> I was like, that's JK. It's just There's like a... more of those surreal mornings coming, hopefully. Well, yeah. So, um, in terms actually, of. So, what are we, what are we planning? Because we've. Do you want me to tell you for the eighth time what we're doing at this. No, this I'm thinking. Scramble? I'm thinking more. Because Liam and all that are coming, aren't they? Like, so, we've all booked Because no, I know we're going to the scramble, and I know yes. like, Mel and Grace are going Bista, but like, that's kind of. We keep doing that bit. But actually, at the scramble, right. have we got a plan? <laughs> So, on the Saturday, the Saturday scramble, probably shouldn't have said that in case anyone from work is listening, because I might not be off, but nobody listens, so it should be no. okay. Um, but I'm not on Saturday, am I? You're not on Saturday. So, on the Saturday, which is why we've got a hotel, yep. on the Saturday, there is a small three-car Tacona display connected to Rebs Limiter. So there'll be me in the Renault, Liam in the 944, yep. 
And if Luke gets the curfew jag done, the curfew jag, if not cool. something else that he's got, yeah. which is normally something interesting. That 928 Porsche. That's less in shape than the curfew jag, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, well. The 1602 is probably also less in shape than the curfew jag. I think the curfew jag is the most likely to be there. Yeah. Unless soapy. Well, the old little... BM, is that all wreck as well? The, the 1602? Yeah. That's, is that... that's in worse than the curfew jag. Okay. His 67 Thunderbird might be back on the road by then, or finally mm-hmm. registered, which would be an interesting one. But the curfew jag is the, the target. Yeah. So we're having those three as part of the Revs Limited mashup, because Alex Goy is going to be there with his Morgan and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's the Saturday. Um, so the Saturday evening, we'll go for dinner and yeah. we'll have a bit of conversation then. And then the Sunday, you and Mel are meeting us either at the hotel or at Haggerty. Yeah. The hotel is probably the easier one. Just because then Grace and Mel can go to Bista and me and you can go to the Haggerty. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, um, yeah, we'll sort that bit. I just wonder what we were doing when we get there. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then Liam and Jared will go to the Sunday Scramble because we're going to a Haggerty thing, right? which they're not on the list for. Right. Which okay. feels a bit mean, but it's not because they're not cool. It's literally Haggerty said... But that's not in the same place? It doesn't start in the same place. So the 24th right, okay, is so... Drive It Day. Okay. So Haggerty are doing a thing that starts at their HQ right. in Toaster. Yep. Or Towchester, if you want to be not in with the locals. <laughs> um, and then you drive down to the Scramble. Uh, it was the only way I could get a ticket for the Scramble, and I was very lucky that they said, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, no, it's Come cool. along. Uh, so we are all going to the Scramble, but we're going to We're all going to the there. Scramble, but we're starting we're in a different place. We're starting in Toaster. We're starting in Toaster. Cool. And then driving back to Vista. Excellent. That's all right. Which is brilliant because yeah, we're no, starting in Vista and driving. That's quite there. cool then because we can do a little thing on the way to meet yeah. Liam and Jared so we can maybe just do a little bit of on the road stuff, I presume. Yeah, exactly. Then throw it in and we can do some sort of... Because is that sort of our official... I think that's where launch? we're supposed to is be that... starting it. I think this I'm very is kind of now. concerned that we haven't got enough together beforehand. Well, that's why I'm asking because it's dawning on me that we've... We've got a limited number of Sundays left. Yeah. Like this Sunday we're all not available or well, me and you aren't and we're the people that are the new to the team mm. well I suppose this is when we're going to record that launch though isn't it yeah. so it's not necessarily that we need we'll to put anything out this is where we record the launch and yeah. then we'll be able to officially launch it I would imagine like May yeah maybe we'll I see. think that might be the, the smartest move is to launch it like end of May yeah because yeah. we can get that filmed edited and then do a few little bits in advance so that we're slightly ahead yeah no, that's, that's probably I think a good that's idea. probably where we'll pitch it. So, Jared, let Liam run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that's that weekend is, is that. Cool. The following Sunday is the fair. Yes, the May fair. Which I am quite concerned about because the I've Saturday... I've got your gazebo. I've got, literally got yeah. your gazebo space. I was like, it's cool. I've got it. <laughs> and on the Saturday, I'm moving house. <laughs> So, so you the day after, see, so you're moving the day before it? Yes. Which I am also not sure if I'm off work for or not. Well, you can leave the gazebo here. I can leave the gazebo with you. And stuff. Like, they, you can leave yeah. everything and you've just got to get yourself back I've here I've just got to come back down on the Sunday. So that's all. So it's not probably not it too bad. It should be okay. Because you can come back down and chill what out I and enjoy the film. what I could theoretically do is leave the 86 here. Yep. And then get Grace to bring, like, 
use that Saturday to get the Renault and the Skoda actually, up there. Because actually you could leave the 86 in the space you want it for the Mayfair because it's going to be there. Yeah, and then because yeah. we've got three cars and two people and we're moving house, we can get the first two cars up on the Saturday, yep. Sunday come back down and then take the Toyota back. Yeah, because then yeah, it's yeah, yeah, how totally. we get the Toyota back and it's not a wasted journey just to pick a car up. Yeah. It has purpose. Well, actually, yeah. So you leave the 86, you go up, do what you need to do. Like move house. Move house, put your shit in the house. Yeah. And then come back Sunday, come Sunday. back down, do the Mayfair, pick your Toyota up. How long is the Mayfair? Um, it's from 11 till 4. Right. So. Well, it's not an early start. It's not a particularly early start. You I just have to be... It's actually 12 till 4, but they need the cars in the car park by 11, because what they do is they shut it off. Right. And then start to okay. put other bits up. So we're kind of trapped. Yeah. Once you're here, you're trapped for those five hours. Yeah, yeah. Which I have told people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like, like I'm going to do the very fair, and then you're like, ha We've got you. You can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I had the dentist at two. I'm lucky. Yeah. Um, Don't book a dentist on a Sunday. They're all closed. Yeah. <laughs> you're lying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no. So that's, I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool it's not like a, it's not It'll a particularly long long day yeah so you're still and you can still get out by four so you can leave and you'll still be home at a reasonable hour to be yeah. able to kind of do little bits so no that makes sense i won't be able to get any hoodies in time for that i don't think because that's more than three weeks away mm-hmm. less yeah. than three weeks away sorry yeah i so, mean to be fair even if it's just a case of having just being there just being yeah. a, i think what will be nice and part mostly the reason i thought it would be good to have a stand is that for information like so that you're there and then when people walk around a lot of the people would have like even locals that have seen the cars they'll have heard the cars they've definitely heard the cars and i think a few of them might benefit from being like oh it's for this is why we yes and that and i think again because obviously you've been busy doing other other setting other stuff up Yeah, yeah i think it's really taken off ironically the three months you've not been here it's been massive yeah and I think we've had so much engagement, but it's all now, like, yeah. engaged in the cafe side. So, because it's not had the... Yeah, and because, and yeah, yeah. like, when we... If anyone has questions, like, quite often locally, I'll get tagged yeah. with questions or this, that, and it. So, obviously, to new people, it's like, the cafe does a car thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine, but it's obviously a good, a really good opportunity for people to kind of find out why the cafe does a car thing. Yeah. No, so, that makes a lot of sense. Um, um, but yeah, no, so basically fact, what you're doing is you're strong-arming me into coming back down here two weekends in a row. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, I'm moving away. You're like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're back here two weeks in I've a row. Booked, I'm just booking something for the following week. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, that's cool. Yeah, so that should be quite good. And again, probably a good opportunity for Liam and Jared to get footage. Yeah. Because actually it's a, it's a local thing that we're involved with and, and we're all plenty together. of time as well. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in two minds about what to do cafe-wise. Because obviously I can have Mel in here. I've got probably a couple of the kids will work it. Like Joe will probably come in or something. Or maybe Scarlett will work. Um, the key thing now is whether or not we kind of go more... Have a presence up there pizzery. or stay. Well, I've got to be down here. But it's it's whether or not I allow myself to get out. Yeah. So how do, do I do more pizza where I can press out a few things and then maybe bake loads of pizzas that they can pop in the oven like slices? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, if I do loads and loads of pizza, all pre-cooked, it will then be like... Slices. Is slices, because they can have the oven on and just heat them up as yeah. as needed. Fucking £6.50 for a slice at Jackfest. 
Yeah, I mean, we're not going to do that, but... There was a coffee thing that was just coffee, was it, its name. £4 for a latte. See, I do... And you I didn't do. find that out until you got to the fucking front of the queue, either. Mm. So I'd waited for, like, ten minutes. I was like, <laughs> no. Walked right like, You're like, nope. Walked right off. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, see, it's weird, because that's... That's a strange little sort of gig, isn't it? I mean... Just going around. I mean, obviously, I'm presuming they pay quite. I, I don't know how much they pay for a pitch because they might charge them more because they're food. Because they're food, yeah. But you know, I still think yeah, it's, it's a, a bit, weird. A fair bit like to, the events need the food guys, mm. but they also don't want to give it them for free. Yeah. So it's weird. But I, you think, I wonder how much, I might actually see how much it would be to have a thing up there. Yeah, I, I the way I perceive it, just based on observation is there will be food companies that run several of the different... So well, you'll have, like, the pizza one, the noodles one, and the burger one are all know, actually the, run by the same I was going to say, the mad thing is they're probably the same guy. Yeah. Because I know someone that does it. And that's... And he has, like, ten vans, and yeah. they're all just branded differently, and he just rocks up and yeah. does the whole thing. I think that's and how I'm it not works even for joking. a lot of them. This isn't an exaggeration. Bin is this bags, the guy with bin bags of cash? This is the one where that someone almost threw away a bin bag... <laughs> Like full of cash because they thought it was a bin. Yeah, yeah. Like and they were, and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. and they like open it. It was just like it was money. just cash. Wow. And I mean, like it's insane. The, the money, but that's sort of how coffees and cars is here now. Not bin bags of cash, yeah. obviously. Come to coffees and cars. <laughs> we're, we're collecting bin bags full of but, cash. But for like, <laughs> but he'll run an event on that scale. Yeah. So there's thousands of people, like yeah, thousands yeah. and thousands of people. But well, the way we work for two hours is, is the, the way he's working flat out all day. Yeah, times 10. Yeah, with 10 vans. Yeah. So the thing is, if you, you know, imagine I had 10 calves on the road and all of them were full up all, all day. All day, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably have some bin bags of cash at that point. But It's wild, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, they work their asses off. From observation, but, I saw the same guy who was like the boss at like six of them. Yeah. I was like, ah, you own all of these different ones. Yeah. But they work it's hard. mega lucrative yeah. if you can get into it. But it's getting into it. Yeah. And like also this same family, their, their mum is a, basically a nutter. She's like, <laughs> ice, they have ice cream vans as well. And she's had full on brawls with men. Like over I've pitches. heard of ice it's, cream wars. No, no, no. It's not even an exaggeration. No, no. I've heard, like, of, it's I've heard of people with ice cream vans have like turf wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Like that's my street. You know, All like, the time. She ha- She's done it for years. I wouldn't mess with her. No. No chance, man. I think no the chance. catering industry is not... Yeah. I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of people in the catering industry. No, in that no we're, we're, we're catering, lunatics. Like in that kind of catering industry. I've worked in restaurants and in the kitchens. And the people in there are highly strong. But yeah. not like, I'm going to go and murder the person in that other van because he's taking customers from me. It's so, like, like dog-eat-dog dog in that world. Yeah, it can be. Um, which is really wild. Like, just bizarre. Yeah. Um, but Silverstone themselves had their little pit stop cafe open. Yeah. And um, we got there at half six. So we ended up getting a hotel and going up the night before and then setting off at five in the morning, getting there. We're getting up at five, got to Silverstone for half six. And their little pit stop cafe was open, so all the traders were were going there. Yeah. And at four thirty in the afternoon, I went to get a coffee, and the same girl that served me breakfast was still there. Yeah. I was like, "You must be knackered. You were here before me, and I got here at half six. And I've been here since half five. Yeah. I've missed the toilet most of the day. Mm. I was like, "What for bad aim or just <laughs> I just haven't had time to go." <laughs> but I um I was very clever with the toilets actually. 
because we've been to Silverstone a few times for non-event things, yep. where it's just kind of like an open, chilled area, all the pit garages have toilets. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So, so if you can get into a pit garage, you've got a toilet. Cool. And because not many people either are brave enough to open the door or know this, you basically have your own toilet all day, which was really handy. Because it was a garage behind us that was open as well. So I was like, just sneak in here. And at one point, I went in and someone was already in the toilet. And then he came out and it scared the shit out of him because he thought <laughs> I worked there for a split second. He was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, I don't work here. I'm wearing a pink hoodie. He was like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I was like, I just didn't know anyone else knew this was open. <laughs> He's like, it's just it really scared me. I was like, it's our little secret, pal. Like, don't tell anyone yeah. else. Yeah. And this other guy um, with one of the other stands comes like, back ten minutes later with security. Yeah, this, this guy's using the toilet, toilet. <laughs> to get rid of the off competition. <laughs> it's my toilet, bitch. Um, one of the toilet other wars. the other guys with the stand. I came out of the pit garage, and there's a plug socket next to the door. Okay. And he went, Oh, do you think I can use that socket? And I was like. It's normally easier to get forgiveness than permission. He's like, oh, good thought, actually, yeah. I was like, that's a really well-known statement. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I was like, the worst they could say is, can you unplug this, please? They're not yeah. going to be like, get the fuck out of Silverstone and don't come back. <laughs> you plugged a thing into a plug socket. You owe X amount for electricity yeah. and you know how much that is yeah, now. I'm say, you know how expensive electricity <laughs> is right now. Um, but yeah, sneaky little trick. I was wondering if all the people with EVs are sort of secretly crying into their cornflakes every morning. At the it's got to be catching up to fuel price. I was going to say, there's going to come a point where it... it because there's continues. so many memes it's... now where it's like, let's get them all to buy electric cars and then ramp up yeah. electricity prices. Won't that be hilarious? It's, uh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's, it's happening. Electricity's mm. going up. And uh, an EV being charged off your house is using quite a lot of electricity. What I would like to do, if I were to go, and go into the EV world, mm. is build a garage but have solar tiles so that then during the... Because it wouldn't be... I wouldn't necessarily use it like, all the time. I'm going to say you probably don't use... Like, one of the real benefits to EVs is just town driving. Yeah. Nipping around. Exactly. I'd like a small EV in a garage that's... Solar that's powered. Solar powered. You can have a little wind turbine on the top. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd get Both. permission here. No, not around here. That but lady probably over there get, would have a kick-off. Yeah, maybe. But um, oh, that's a different thing. We could have like solar storage. <laughs> so a few years ago, if you had land, the government would pay you a thousand pound an acre a year to fill your land with solar panels. Mm. So if you had a hundred acres, you'd make a hundred grand a year just for having the land. Yeah. And then just fill it up. So there's a lot of these. You see, you see them yeah, more, you see them, more yeah. prevalently now, where you go past a load of fields and it's just solar panels. Yeah. And the government were doing these grants for it. It's, it, I don't know how you'd sort of do it, but you know, like when you've because some people get houses where they can sell back to the electricity yeah, company, you, don't they? If you can if get you take your house in more to than be... you use, then you can sell it back to the grid, um, which is quite an interesting one. I wonder how long it would take you to offset the cost of the panel in your store. Well, if the panels cost 10 grand, mm. you can probably figure it out. Yeah, not that I'm going to do that now because I don't know the rates of. No, I'm not, we're not going to sit here We're and not do that it. kind of no. place. Um, no, it'd just be interesting to look into. Because even if you were to uh, find a venue and maybe build something, you could you could incorporate things like that into, into it. Yeah, to yeah. say, actually, we've got... Because even like charge points at a venue, like they could yeah. be expensive to put in. However, as a stop-off point, well, because um, you suddenly become somewhere where people can stop off and get a coffee. In Braintree, there's a, you know, the first electric um, service station. Yeah. 
It's a full forecourt of charges yeah. with a cafe and a WH Smith. But that's what I, you see. That's what I feel like we could almost incorporate into what yeah. we do. Like is that we could probably look into bursary, like loan, not even loans, probably grants. grants and yeah, yeah. there's probably initiatives that if we said, look, we're a car venue, but we're going to. But what we're going to do electric. is we're going to incorporate electric as part of our. Yeah, offer we just have a corner actually, at the bottom of a field. Yeah. It's got three charges in. You go, you guys go down there. But you know what? Though? <laughs> the thing is, if you've got a little section where you've got an EV yeah. section. Ultimately, like as much as we fair, as petrol heads love cars, with his Tesla would come to that. Well, of course, they would. and people, anyone on an app, anyone with a bloody where's sat nav, where's the charge point? Stop off here. It drives. It gives you business throughout the day yeah, for people charging their cars that aren't necessarily car people. Yeah, yeah. You don't need car. That's the thing. You don't even need car people. Hmm. It's almost like you just turn up, charge up, and we have reasonably priced, well-made coffee and nice food and good food, and you can come and. And yeah, you could almost because the charge takes half hour. So what are you going to do in that half hour? Have a coffee and a sandwich. Yeah, and it'll be reasonably priced and be really good. Absolutely. And that's it. That's how we make our millions. That's what we've nailed. Uh, to be honest, the problem that's is I'm moving so far away that we're going to have to set this up in like Milton Keynes. <laughs> Just so that it's, it's reachable. It's mad yeah. though. No, that's I think probably it's genuinely that's probably uh, one angle, and it's a genuine thing one that's that not really been considered as well. Yeah, and we only have an audience of ten, so it's. Unlikely anyone's going to nip yeah, in front of us. Phil first. from Caffeine and Machines, like, oh, I've got it, boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> right. You're one of the ten. He's like, ha ha, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But you know, I think as well because a lot of the car places at the moment are still trying to do what is effectively quite trendy and shun the electric. Yeah, and I do think embrace it. Well, yeah, C and M had the Avaya there when that yeah. launched, so I think it is starting to shift. It's I know Duke to of shift. London have had the Avaya, basically Lotus of lead. A lot of things. Yeah, but that's more a case of attracting people for a one-off to look at something. Yeah. What I'm saying is these we venues aren't actively cu- saying, yeah. welcome EV owners. You like can have an EV night. Yeah. Everything's neon lit. Yeah, oh no, completely. Put it all into the Teslas. Yeah. We could have a Tesla. Yeah. That'll cover my uh, cost of getting down here. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, the thing I is... the Tesla's a, probably really cheap on company car as well. Like, it's based on your the, the value of the car, which is a pay. Yeah but probably offset from the carbon emission savings. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, no, I think it? Be... Oh, it was, it was Rudd, wasn't it, that you were talking about? Yeah. With the company car thing is based on the value of yeah, the that's, car. Yeah, that was for that was 1960s Datsun yeah. pickup, though, so Which it's not quite the same thing. EV swap it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like to get something old. Old, Like I said, I know people get upset, but I'd like to get an old BM. There's a company that do swap it. Them, well, yeah. um, because they're basic and they're simple, but it would be cool yeah. to have just... Well, Mate Rimac... His first car was an E30 that he That's what I want to do. He electrified an E30. Is that a convertible? No, I don't think so. I think he turned it into like a drift car. Oh, because no, there's a guy, I think it was in, oh, he actually was in the US, I think, but he's got a cabrio that he's EV done. It's amazing. I'll send you, I'll find the video, I'll send you a link. Yeah, yeah. He did that and it's just cool. I mean, and I'd like to do it with a Touring. I'd like to get a 316 Touring, one that's just not been loved. Yeah. And because they do get left. One of those ones in Sudbury. (laughs) Yeah, 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 but it's like a, a 316 auto. You know, like it's the perfect. Yeah, it's perfect a car that nobody's thing. really wanted. No one wants it. And therefore, them. you're not upsetting people. No, for you're not it. making anyone sad. And also, you get a couple of you get one done and you go, all right, we can do this. And then you start to like yeah. resto mod them with. Well, there's a company that electric. does that with electric cars. Like when Harry and Meghan got married, they had an electric yeah. like E type or something. Yeah. I want, mm-hmm. yeah, I want a, a, a E30 BMW with all the batteries laid out in the boot. In the so boot, no, yeah. like. Don't you know, maybe even do away with the rear seats and have it as almost like yeah. a, a, a Take the flat. rear seats out of batteries. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then it'd become like a cool van. You take it to show. That's what I mean. It's almost, yeah. Just and the, a lot of potential there. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to yeah, have it. All good. EVs as part of the event space and rest. And ones. then have the 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 front welded up and lined. You know, like they do with the really high end singers and stuff. When oh, they have the quilted, fr- quilted, a quilted yeah. engine bay that's actually a. Um, a Coffee like machine. A, yeah, I don't know. We'll just find something for it. Or just to take, you know, your BMW stuff around with you. I yeah, yeah. Your jacket with the three colours down it and your cap and your wraparound sunglasses and your Bluetooth headset. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just... Oh, could you imagine if it was just... The, a, the ultimate BMW a, a driver thing pack. Just with a little plinth with a Bluetooth headset. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that was in there. That's all that's in there. It's just this little... In a little glass box yeah. kind of thing. Oh, oh, that would be funny. That would be funny. Just for shows, that would be quite That would be amusing. really funny. <laughs> oh god I can't believe nobody's done that yet either um, yeah. yes you should make a trophy that's one of those for an event one day yeah um, definitely like or best... Jared's business card yes yeah, just, just <laughs> I imagine you can probably pick those up really cheaply what Jared's business cards those and the the old bluetooth headsets oh yeah could you imagine having so many that you could have your phone number printed and use that as a business card just, <laughs> just here's my business card I work for BMW and it's just a bluetooth headset with his number on it this <laughs> <laughs> is Jared BMW and it's just a bluetooth headset oh, call me anytime absolutely <laughs> yeah no I, I, there, there is a bit of me the more I think about that's definitely Definitely it's it's a cool project. Yeah. It would be cool, and there are lots of them about, and they're not expensive in the sense of like yeah. a three two five now is, oh, is yeah. silly money. But they're not the ones you want to look for. The, the ones you the want ones that you to want to cut the, up and restore and do interesting things with are the ones that nobody. Are the ones what? that are going to die. Yeah, like that. No one gives a, a crap about anymore. And I know of an original Mazda three, like a nineteen eighties one, that someone's not able to restore and they only want mm. 500 quid for it but it needs welding yeah which would be an equivalent car to the Renault mm. which if I could weld would be a fun little project it would be cool it would be a good TBR project as well sorry TBR TM yeah project TBR TM um, 500 quid classic yeah cool little thing I do f- yeah I, I think there's a lot of stuff that could be done and I think having a little space for it, like every time we say things like this, you think, well, there's a spot, like you could have somewhere to weld. Yeah. Or somewhere people could come to weld. <laughs> yeah. You, know, like you almost have the, because there's a place, there's a cafe, and it was in Hackney, I think, Clapton sort of direction. You could go there, it's basically this cafe that has welding equipment and all sorts of like little bits and pieces. Now, obviously not for cars and stuff, essentially, yeah. but you can go and weld smaller items so people could just go and use the equipment to fix stuff. To fix stuff, yeah. Whilst in the cafe. Or make those little bugs out of tubes. Yeah, yeah, like whatever they wanted to do, they yeah. could go and basically they paid for a bit of time in the booth or yeah. whatever it was and they, they could just use that space for a little while for a small charge. Yeah, that's interesting. And you could almost do the equivalent again with cars because you could say if you well, need some welding done... There used to be a, a rent-a-service bay thing. I've seen <clears> a couple of them. But obviously they don't have welders or anything yeah. like that. I think the difficulty is liability, because if you're public access to a welding machine, there's a higher chance of a fire. Yeah, well, I think, obviously, the unit itself would be standalone in the It'd sense that it would be... It'd be a storage container yeah, at the no, end it of would. the field. No, it, it would. Like it would be standalone, and it would be a, a, safe, a safe, yeah. isolated place in that respect. But that's what I mean. If you've got space for things, mm. there's definitely some really interesting ways that you can create a really, really unique space that can be used through the day. Yeah. And not necessarily 
You know, because even when, like, when you think that Liam and Jared are looking for a space, I don't even, I don't know if they've considered the fact that throughout the day they could actually potentially let someone else use. It's almost like, could you, or it's the reverse of letting, finding a place that's already up and running and asking to hire it for the evenings. Yeah, yeah. They could have the space and actually say, actually, guys, you know, you could come and use this, but on a pro rata basis. Yeah. Now, obviously, yes, there's, there's liability, things like that, but... I don't think it would be much more expensive than being having something insured full time because effectively that's the same. Like there's no extra hours that they're yeah, putting yeah. in. There's no extra cover for the insurance company. It's more just of a more case of just. That are accessing it. But it might be used less. Yeah. It'd no, probably be in use less hours. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. They'd have to look. I think they should look into should that. Look into it, because yeah. if they can offset some of the cost with. You know, being it makes able it to much say easier to, to utilize absolutely it? because that space is it's the whole principle of the pizzeria here. That's mm. how it started. The, yeah, yeah, the space was dead every Friday and Saturday night. Nothing so, happened here, and I was like, "Well, why don't we make something happen here?" Because the guy who's running it, like, he was really good in the sense that he didn't charge me any a percentage of what was what I took, yeah. but I paid him, you know, for the electric and then you know, like bits and pieces, but it wasn't, but ultimately in the longer term, if he'd kept it on, it would have got to a point where I was, you know, paying him. Yeah. I'd yeah. probably have paid him a percentage of takings. I mean, this is all on the basis that it was, you know, COVID didn't happen. And it had, when I started it, you know, like it the projection a was that in a, in a normal sort of world as we were, it would have been that, yeah, once I started to make a bit of money, I might've said, oh, I'll, I'll give you a, a fee every night I'll hire the venue off you for yeah, yeah. 100 quid a night or whatever but you know and that's sort of the thing is they, they could charge per hour with, with, with equipment there but yeah. I don't know how they'd it's, it's a possibility and I yeah. think on a larger scale having a you know a venue that you can have like charge points in and little things like that it all adds really into it, interesting. It? Yeah, yeah, and no, a unique space as well like you know where else can you go to weld and then have a cup of coffee yeah and and also at the same time charge your EV whilst you weld in your old classic. Yeah, it's just an interesting. You know, bring concept. your bring your classic car parts down in your EV, charge it whilst you're there, weld yeah. your EV stuff up, uh, weld your your old classic stuff up, chuck it in the back of your electric converted and then off M- you go. E thirty and go home. Yeah. And in the meantime, have a cup of coffee. You know, and whilst you're there, the F1 happens to be on, so you can sit and watch that as well. It's it's that kind of. There's weird, a lot of potential there's, there's, that it's like a little hub, isn't it? Yeah, um, and it's not nothing. Of, none of that is particularly complicated. No, it's all very simple things that yeah. just just need it's just finding the right space and utilizing mm. it in the right way, isn't it? Completely, but um, yeah. So world domination is ours. Yeah, so. there we go. We've got it nailed. How long have we been world dominating now? One minute and seventeen. One An hour. hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> One hour yeah. and 17 minutes? Yeah. It's quite a long time. That is quite a long time. Okay, well, I think then... We should probably wrap probably that wrap up Because yeah. we've stayed on topic. We've stayed we've on topic, we've stayed good. on cars. It's been and a bit longer because obviously we've not spoken for a while. Think of this as two 45-minute podcasts. I think that's probably the best way to go about it. And it's not even two 45s, is it really? We've just, you know... Yeah, true. We're, we're... Um, no, we've, we've stayed on topic. We've talked mainly cars. I had a very slight whinge. That's about right. something non-car related. Yeah, yeah, but we kept whinging to the minimum. We've kept been... it into uh, quite a nice format, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well done, us. 
let's let's stop before we run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. And, and just keep an eye out for the YouTube stuff coming. And YouTube stuff's coming. Kona stuff's still happening. Coffees and Cars is second Sunday of the month, as always. Yep. Um, on that front, might have one in with the car crowd soon. Cool. The cafe's now open. So Excellent. Well, I've signed up with them and will hopefully be investing. Nice. Um, having a conversation to Wednesday with the motorist up in Yorkshire. Excellent. See if we can do one up there. Oh, yeah, you mentioned something about um, that. Yeah, didn't you? So that's potentially two more. Excellent. If things go well. Still need to crack West London, which... That's an interesting one, though, because the thing is with the West London meet, that's a little bit like this, isn't it? In the sense that it's kind of yeah, remote, the like, just on the street thing, isn't it? It like, is, yeah. And the difficulty is, it's not in association with a cafe, per se, so it's not no. like it can be a coffees and cars. No. It's literally a cars, go and find a coffee, because mm. the cafe that we all were going to is now closed for renovations, so we're having to oh, walk okay. further. The funny thing is, on the first Sunday, I don't know if it's just the first Sunday or if it's every Sunday, but there's a little street market and there is the um, real focaccia van. Oh, okay. And it's literally like we condensed you into a van. <laughs> you just focaccia and coffee. That'll do. <laughs> and me and Luke go there all the time. And I don't have the focaccia because it's all like proper food with like onions and things on. Yeah, you see, I was, but is that focaccia topped focaccia? It's topped focaccia yeah. that he then like puts in a, a little panini press right. to, to heat it up um, but yeah it's, it's almost yeah, see, that's like a, probably made with rosemary and garlic in it and stuff like that already and then kind of like a pizza yeah rather than it is one of your sandwiches yeah uh, it's panini. probably what I would like to make if I had a van yeah <laughs> funnily enough because that would be it's because it's a London it's more of a London yeah, vibe. yeah and he's in a tuk tuk as well because um the food that we make, because our pizza is like a little bit thinner than I'd probably make it if I were to, because the pizza we make, it's based on, it's almost like a focaccia that's got toppings. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a bit bigger, but airy. Yeah. Which is probably what he's selling. So it's almost, far off, it's, yeah. yeah, it's probably very, very close. But, so, uh, no, cool. every time we go down, it's like a, a little slice of, of Sawbridge with as, as <laughs> matters there. Um, which is odd because you've, been to that one, haven't you? No, I've not, not been, been there. No, because if I had, I'd have had for catching. Yeah. Because I'd can't be like, this is why I don't. No, we can't. But we can do, we can pencil it in for June. We can maybe. try, yeah. We can we'll try. I mean, obviously, it depends on well, I'll be a bit logistics, but. Away. You know. We found out, actually, well, I'd say we, Grace, find out, found out that um, from Northampton to Southampton, yes, which are actually really far apart, yeah. is the same length of time travel-wise as Luton to Southampton. Huh. And Luton is 40 minutes south of Northampton. But Luton has to go around the M25, whereas Northampton uh, can avoid it entirely. It's really weird. There you go, see. Um, That's quite odd, It's though, a really it? odd like thing to have found out. Like, I think Cambridge is probably a similar time-wise from here and from Northampton, because I can pick yeah. up the A14 and go across and mm. go up. Um, but yeah, London might be an interesting one, but because it's West London, I can come all the way down. Yeah, because you'd have to pick me up, unfortunately. Or you could get your car working, because this is really out of the way for West London from Northampton. <laughs> I know it is. That's something. You'd probably be better. That's something we might struggle. I mean, I don't think we do it regularly. I just think I need no, to get to one. No, but if Liam's coming from Brightlingsea, well, that's the only thing is that. 
one of someone's got to come and get me. Yeah. Because the thing is, or you just get the train. Well, <laughs> I could get the train if you set off on Saturday night. No, to be fair, I could get the train into Stratford, and then it wouldn't be a million like it wouldn't be super difficult from, from Wimbledon because it's the other end of the line. It's just the under other end of the district line. Yeah. I so mean, it's a fair old journey, but I could do it. I'm not a Londoner, so I don't know how all these things... Like, no, no, people who live in London all know all the stops and all the lines. They're like, oh, yeah, and it's, it's the other end of that line, and you go down... Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's cool. Okay. It's not the end of the... I mean, I could get Stratford, jump on East Ham, jump off District, and go, but it is the other end, so it would yeah. take me a little while. I'd have to plan it out, and I don't... Um, I mean, what time does it kick off? Like half eight. Half eight. I could probably get it for nine. Yeah, I'll give myself a couple of hours because I'd have to go from here. The, the difficulty is the length of time from here yeah. into London. London is probably half an hour, mm. and then it's probably it's going to be an hour and a half. Yeah, like on the, on of, the districts, which yeah. is okay. I mean, it's not difficult. Well, it's an hour and forty to drive. Yeah, so actually, if I'm You're not far, if off I'm off and running at the same sort of time, yeah. actually, to be fair, I'd only have to get. Probably only have to leave the house at quarter to seven, which well, is no different to what we do when you pick me up to go to Brentford. Yeah. So, like, that's about the same, isn't it? It's closer. There we go. So, yeah, Wimbledon's about 20 no, minutes. No, I mean, in terms of time-wise, like, you'd well, pick us the up Duke, at, yeah. It's probably 20 minutes after the Duke to get to Wimbledon. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, right. it's always a way. It's always management. Oh, no, I don't mind What's jumping the on the train. What's point of paying for Sawbridge with prices if you're not going to use the access to Well, London? I can use the train. No, that's, that's, that's actually I mean, that's why we live here, then... is to use the train, and then none of us use the train when we drive. Yeah. No, I'll do that. I'll meet you down on the train. And I mean, then I can always come back It's not up. like it's tomorrow, so we've got plenty of time. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's, right. that's fine. Cool, excellent. We've talked so cars. We've kept it on track. We're going to leave it there, and hopefully be back again next week absolutely as we shouldn't have any more interruptions hopefully no 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 more illness that would be nice um yeah we'll we'll leave it there thanks for listening if you're still listening good on you because we're an hour and 25 which is longer than another 10 minutes after we went oh we've done good this time that's all right no Um, we're under one and a half we're under one and a half so we'll leave it there see you soon